Howdy, friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. The 2020 branding at the Pinecrest Ranch is another job we can check off the to-do list. The take-home lesson is that worry does not accomplish much. Planning is of some value, but as the preacher in Ecclesiastes tells us, chance and timing play a part in it all. We had a thunderstorm the afternoon before the branding, giving us the biggest shot of rain we've received all year, and I was concerned that mud might be an issue. The temperatures, predicted to be in the high 90s, were also keeping me from sleeping real well. I was up early giving the horses a little corn before the work started. As family crews started to show up, we started saddling mounts. The local remuda is getting old. Smokey, the horse that raised my son Will, is 28, and this is the first time he's been used this year. But as we rode out to bring in the first draft, he was as chargy as he was as a young horse. Still seems to enjoy a chance to push cows around, and Will enjoyed a chance to get back in the saddle. My son Zane had his shoulder rebuilt a month ago, so is a little limited on what he's supposed to do. But his sister Hannah had helped him get two of his horses saddled before dark and make the trip over from Callaway, giving my sons Wyatt and Caleb some mounts that are not totally predictable but greatly appreciated. Zane bringing a couple of young horses left three that still work steady on my string for myself, my new daughter-in-law Taylor, and friend Jake Riley. Hannah has been cleared to get back on horses after a nasty spell earlier in the spring, and she brought her mare Bobby, who has been under the care of my mom, out of retirement to round out the cavalry. I had the cows in a fairly close patch, which, unlike the day before, they were still in. The cows were sorted from the calves and poured as they went out the gate into a fresh pasture, just as the wrestlers and ropers were getting to the scene. My help from the sand hills had made a 70-mile trip, but they must have been mentally preparing every mile, because once the rope started to swing, they were really on their game. Our calving season was stretched out longer than normal this year, and some of the calves were pretty big to be handling this way, but there were some amazing throws made. The youngest of my ropers has at least 50 years of experience. The oldest has over 80. Yes, you heard right. I was able to talk my friend Clarence into staying on his horse and not take a hitch at wrestling. At 92 years young, I felt like he could let someone else handle the groundwork. Caleb had lined up wrestlers, and they did a great job. Because of the rain, we had to shift pins that we worked in, but with a little adjustment to the location of the fire pit and flow of the work cabs, we were off and running. The longest delay of the day was when we moved the crew to the north pasture and had to wait for the old hedge and cedar post to burn down enough to heat the irons. This gave some of the younger crew, both human and equine, a little practice time and a chance to drag on younger calves that were not quite such a handful. All the cows had been poured and the calves worked by noon. A job well done on possibly the nicest morning to work that we'd had all summer. As I told my friend Brian, I wish we could just do this forever. And if we can give the next generation a chance to continue, I guess in a way, we can. He wears a wide-brimmed hat. His legs are bowed. There's no counting the calves he's wrestled or miles he's rode. Some say his breed is dying. There ain't as many as before. 
and soon they'll all just fade away. He's the last of the dinosaur. He's had a good life on the northern Great Plains, and his hands feel best when they hold the reins, as he sits like a king in a high-backed throne, atop the last cow pony that he'll ever own. I worked for him some when I was a kid, and I longed to ride the way he did. Full speed he'd push his pony, words flying from his throat as he tried to catch the yearling spooked by the neighbor's goat. But that's been forty years? No, it's been a little more. The cattle business has changed some since I was a teenage dinosaur. And it's going to keep on a change, and that is surely plain to see. Chris Columbus must have said it back in 1493 when that plank was lowered and those Spanish cows were swam onto a shore, and an industry was born like none other's been before. Five hundred years of droughts, blizzards, and Brandon fire smoke. The wheel just keeps turning. We're just part of the spoke. For five hundred years, the American cattleman has evolved around seasons and cycles as life has revolved. Boil it down to one statement that still holds true. Take care of your cows and your grass. They'll do their best to take care of you. You may never be rich. You could always use more, but there's still a place in this country for a young dinosaur. And somewhere tonight, a young man can see in his dreams a glimpse of the man he'd like to be with a wide-brimmed hat and bowed at the leg. Somewhere is hatching a dinosaur egg. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. I am really looking forward to visiting with some of you this Thursday, July 23rd, at the Gosper County Fair in Elwood, Nebraska. My part of the entertainment will start at 5 o'clock, so come and enjoy my program, a meal, and the rodeo. Hope to see you there. May the Lord bless you real good today, and have a great week.